Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. We got another sewed for you. It's another shitty podcast. Turn the lights down low. Gonna spread your ears. Put on a nice smelly candle. Insert these vocals into your ear. Oh, yeah. Make a nice dinner. Get comfortable. Getting all up in your brain, girl. Pull your lover close. What you know Turn about the sword. Wanna guide you into ecstasy tonight on another shitty podcast. You dig? Today's episode is brought to you by remaking the same movie over and over and over again. Like A Star Is Born. Or like Space Jam. This week's episode is also sponsored by Frosted Tips. When you want to be cool in the 90s, or you want to go to Flavortown, dye your hair the complete opposite color, just on the top of your hair. Doesn't look good at all. You look like a lunatic. Frosted Tips. What's up with your weed? What's up, baby? What's up with your weed? What the hell's going on? What's up with your weed? Please clue me in. What's going on with your weed? All right, you won that one. Uh, oh, no. Oh, cool. It didn't, it didn't stop. Nicholas. Fucking God. <laughs> God <yeah. laughs> what? Tell us what's going on with your week, buddy. What's happening? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> saving these things from being, from, from not recording. Um, what's going on in my week is I went to Complex Con after we taped our last podcast, and that was a, that was a blast. I went with my roommate, Vince. We had a really good time. We're steeped in some design culture, if you will. Some hip hop culture. Dude, if the you photos will. look great. It was a good time. I wish we could have gone. There was just it seemed like hundreds of booths set up with a whole bunch of different. Uh, it's very materialistic. A whole bunch of different like materialistic you know things. But they're <laughs> all our culture. Right? They're all really cool. Got to see um, Rosenberg interview uh, Michael B. Jordan for his for his you didn't late tell show. Me that. It was it was pretty cool. Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. Do you like him? I don't have anything against him. I like him. I don't listen to him very much. He's a big wrestling guy, too. Is he really? Uh-huh. Ah. He's basically has somewhat of a, a dream job. He hosts a dope radio show mm-hmm. uh, that's centered around hip-hop and hip-hop culture, and then also is a big wrestling fan, and occasionally will be like the uh, pre-show like panel guy on WWE. Really? Like on the panel. Oh. Like they try to do it like a sporting event, you know? That's really dope. Yeah. Um, he did, before the show, he did like a Q&A with the crowd, which was kind of cool. I think he took like four questions, which is just kind of neat, down-to-earth kind of stuff. But then yeah. Michael B. Jordan was on, and it was it was like, a, it was you know, it was like kind of like softball-y questions about Creed too, and, Yeah. and all that stuff. And then they would pick out vinyls um, from this stack and hand them to Michael B. Jordan and be like, what do you think about this one? What do you think about this one? What do you think about this one? And he had like a lot of, he, the, one of them was, uh, was Kendrick's first solo album. Cool. Which is fucking great, um, that he spoke on. But one of them was, um, I can't even remember which Wu-Tang album it was, but it was, it was a Wu-Tang album. And I remember Michael B. Jordan goes, oh man, this, this record. So, 
it's so like uh, it's so it's so fresh this record and he just got kept like not really saying anything and Rosenberg eventually goes hey man have you actually heard this record and he goes no nah, no I actually haven't I've never heard this record but I should <laughs> and, and it, was, it was just kind of funny oh my god like a funny moment um, my favorite thing of the whole experience um, was oh by the way I got fat sales while I was there oh. they had a booth set up oh yeah it was. <laughs> It was sixteen dollars. <laughs> oh my! Check those prices God. out. But yo, if you're listening out there and you've not been to Fat Sal's in Los Angeles, you need to go there. They're not sixteen dollars if you go to the store. I think they're like ten. And uh, but they're worth it. Be be ready for the aftermath as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, <laughs> the food was good, and my favorite part, um, because I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan, is that Adidas had had a collaboration with an artist that I can't think of the name. Um, but they made all these shoes to be, uh, to go along with a Dragon Ball Z character. So there's like the Frieza shoe, the Cell shoe, the Shenron shoe. I didn't know you liked Dragon Ball Z. That I'm much. obsessed with, dra- with Dragon oh, Ball shit. Z. So uh, I'm, I'm scaring so, away I'm ba- I feel all bad. I've the never ladies right now. It's uh, so okay. So complex con <laughs> that happened um, Tuesday night. I went to see Gary Clark Jr. Nice. over at the Fonda Theater uh, with my boy Q and uh, his friend Lulu. And it was incredible. I, I, that was the second time I've ever seen him. First time so I jealous. saw him it was in Bonnaroo in 2011. And, you know, I knew I knew who Gary Clark Jr. was before everybody else. Yeah, I, I'm a ground-level fan. I was there. Um, Pulling that hipster shit right now. But it was dope. He has the same band that he had in 2011. They're so... They click so well. And the performance was just so good. He's, He's very man. talented, dude, man. Incredible. Like, I tried to do some falsetto in the beginning of this. I can't do it. No, you can't. Gary Clark Jr. can do that (laughs) shit. Uh, And he's just an incredible guitarist. And then one thing that almost happened is I got to almost see Michael Buble do a private show at my work. We're talking about almost right now? Um, We're not even talking about real life? Well, I was pretty stoked. We're talking about almost It wasn't right until now? yesterday that this I found out real life. was going to happen. This isn't even real life. Hey, hey, this hey, is hey, almost hey, right hey, now? I was going to see I was gonna see a Michael Bublé concert. What do you what do you, what, what, what do you want from me, huh? What are you talking about almost? Yeah, I didn't see it. Because <laughs> they canceled it. But it would have been it would have been cool. And I'd have been, I'd have been bragging that about pretty... that. Instead, I'm just bragging about something that didn't happen. Um, and then <laughs> I could brag about. Another, I could brag a lot about that shit. <laughs> another major thing, and this will probably tie into to your life as well, because we're all kind of affected by it. And you you can tell me what's going on with your week. Is the fires going on? Yeah, man. In Southern California, and it's taking its toll, especially on Malibu and Ventura. Um, it's really of, sad, man. It's um, uh, it's been reported that this is the most devastating fire in California history. Uh, well, not this one particularly. The one in Northern California is. This one is no joke down here either. But the one up there is... Sorry. Yeah. The fire... The combination, the, I think. This, Yeah. Yeah. This fire... Uh, not season, but what would you call it? Anyways, apparently Hell. it's it's um, very devastating. I, I work at a brewery, as you guys probably already know. Uh, but we've had several guests say that um, mm. they're living at a hotel. Mm. Um, and... The owner, owner of my brewery, her and her husband and her kids yeah. were in a hotel for several days. Um, so it's, dude, it's uh, it's a real thing, especially to our listeners um, back in our home states, Michigan, Missouri, and Midwest folks. It's um, you can't really write, uh, like wrap your mind mm-hmm. around this stuff um, because in those climates, it 
that's another thing that Isn't really that, exists. Well, there's moisture. And so it's, have it. it's so arid and dry that these things just, when they catch, they're, they're, it's acres and acres and acres. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, if you pray, you know, send up a prayer up, you know, to all these folks affected by this. Um, send your send your love and good vibes to these folks. And uh, that's yeah, one man. of the cool things is the community has really come together. I can I can count so many people that I know that have been donating um, food and water to to people that have lost yeah. everything, and also the firemen that are bravely fighting this this fucking inferno. Yeah, that's what that's what trips me out is the to the point where they the dudes that are like running into this stuff firemen have actually like the fire departments have actually said we really appreciate it guys but it's like too much we don't have enough people to accept all of this stuff yeah oh wow which is that's a good problem to have yeah anywho um yeah i mean not to skirt around it but that's that's been a serious thing the past couple weeks mm-hmm. i mean you've seen i mean you can even see it in the sky um, it's like all the ashes are like on your car. Yeah. You, and we're, you're breathing we're differently. We, you and I are safe. We're about 10 to 15 miles away from it, but we are getting ash on our cars. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking with the air quality and all sorts of stuff. It's just, yeah, that's a thing that um, not a lot of people know, like how it gets started and how you end it. But man, it's, it's rough. I mean, it's a desert out here. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, yeah. Sending, sending you guys our love, um, everyone that's been affected by that. What else is going um, on? <laughs> what a somber moment. Um, let's, uh, let's transition, yeah. Uh, well, what's going on with me is <laughs> a big thing that happened this week. Uh, I really messed up my back. Um, I feel like an old man. This has um, kind of got shades of the last pod when we were talking about dad, dad life. Oh yeah, to be this a dad, for the to course. be a dad, you have to have a lawn. I'm also going to say, to be a dad, you've had to mess up your back at least once. There you go. I guess I'm the halfway, only thing halfway is to be a child. Dad. You just yeah. need to get one of those. Oh, I Hopefully, I don't have that out and about. <laughs> yeah, um, you might. Who off. knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but anywho, um, yeah, man. I think it. I was just simply moving some stuff around the house, um, and I really tweaked it. And I think it's because of lifting heavy shit at work. Um, we had our anniversary party at Three Weavers, four years. Had a big blowout party. Street vendors, our food vendors. With the brose? Uh-huh. And uh, had a rose beer, which is phenomenal. Fresh cranberry, blackberry, raspberry, and uh, hibiscus. It's like bright red, 6%, really tasty. Um, but dude, uh, I think we had all the, like, we have these, like, park benches, or sorry, like, uh, picnic tables. Picnic tables on our patio. We had those in the parking lot, and me and a couple guys moved them back onto the patio at the end of the night. I think that's what it was. And that was Saturday, and I you know, felt fine Sunday. And then Monday morning, I was moving some stuff around, and it like mm. tweaked. I was like, oh. So all day Tuesday, I called off work, and I just laid, had a heating pad. I'm still using the heating pad. Um, and like even just sitting upright does not feel good. <laughs> like I. I'm kind of uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I think, I, think dude, I suggest like, this, this more than once that we should start doing some lay down pods. Um, lay down? <laughs> you, you, have suggested that. you have suggested that. Um, so my thing is, it's just a <clears throat> kind of rude awakening. Just got to take care of my body better. You know, do some more stretching. Probably do, start doing yoga seriously. And, uh, you know, exercising more regularly. 
because you know your back's connected to everything. So it's like mm-hmm. even my front section is kind of sore. Yeah. What's well, you know? your core? Yeah. So all that stuff. All the listeners out there, stretch and because um, if you don't, you'll end up like you. You'll be on a heating pad watching the haunting of Hill House all day, <laughs> which I didn't mind that part, but yeah. So that's, I guess that's what's up with my week. Oh, I'm going to see a bunch of wrestling. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, WWE Survivor Series is coming to Los Angeles this weekend. Um, Sunday's the main event. Saturday's NXT. I'm sitting on the floor at Staples Center for Saturday. I'm super excited about that. I wonder if LBJ is going to show up. I'm super excited. Oh, my God. I would lose my mind. Um, <laughs> he he kind of likes wrestling. Like he'll like, yeah, because he he was wearing the Ultimate Warrior shirt. Yeah, after they was, that, was, that was a troll move. That but was awesome. <laughs> he was wearing that. That's when he beat them. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I love that. Uh, but yeah, man, lots of wrestling, and then they're doing an art gallery at Gallery's 1988 uh, WWE thing on mm-hmm. uh, Friday night, and then tonight I want to shout out our buddies. I'm going to the Josh and Josh show at Bar Lubitsch in West Hollywood. Uh, they have been running a weekly show every Thursday for 10 years. And tonight they're closing closing that chapter. It all ends today. So I'm going to go to that tonight. Uh, that's basically what's going on with my week, man. It's a pretty solid week. Hell yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for the weather report. We do it every week. Trent, what's the weather report like? Quite literally, uh, Southern California is on fire. Uh, Be safe out there. Seriously, be safe. Thank you, Trent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your boy and Nick Grace, we're excited to have our guest on this episode. Um, The very funny, very multi-talented comedian, cartoonist, Rap fan, overall handsome dude, nice beard right now, Eddie Malden, everybody. Yeah, thank you, thank you for mentioning the beard. And Look at that beard. My Look taste the Yeah, this... I love that he's just described as overall handsome dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't. As I was afraid. I was just kind of not think I was handsome. I was, so kind of, <laughs> I was scared. I was kind of riffing. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, you overall, said that's what you said. Overall, Did you just zone into that riff and black out for a minute. <laughs> yeah. You black out for the intro. <laughs> Overall, it's true, folks. overall, he is handsome overall, dude. Handsome. overall, everybody. Uh, if you're listening at home, I'm about a seven and a half. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood seven, Ho- small town. I'm an eight. You know, small town. And back oh. back in a small town, I'm oh, an eight. You gotta go up to a nine. No, you're, uh, you're nine no way. Nah, no, I I don't make enough to. You're be selling a nine. yourself short with this beard that you've got. That's true. That's true. This is a new beard. This Trent, is my. You can, you, you can vouch for this. Beards add how much points? One point? It's a one solid well, point. Well, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Good beards Good give you points. Oh, yeah. And th- this is pretty, That's a pretty full. Solid. That's it's a pretty solid. There. I've never had the opportunity to grow a beard That's a solid before. beard. I think yeah. um, when you have a puby beard or a patchy beard, oh, yeah. that's minus points. Yeah. And well, yeah, but the, the people that have got puby and patchy beards are in high school and... No. I mean that was me until like a year ago. Yeah. I would try. I would try to like and he's just throw it school. out. He's not in high school. Listen, guy. I look like it, but yeah, I'm out. <laughs> he could, he could play eighteen. <laughs> eighteen to look younger. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that for years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I worked on film sets, so I had to be clean shaven. Yeah. 
you know, look like my photos. And uh, now that I got a new job, this is my, like, I work in video games beard. Everybody Dude. has to have a shitty, you know, crappy beard. <laughs> I so like the beard. Video I want to say beard congratulations for getting offset. Thank you. That, that was, like... The, probably the best part of yeah. employment. Is, Tell us a little about the the new gig. Uh, so I'm I'm writing uh, currently for Endless Entertainment. Uh, they are a new video game company, and uh, we just announced it, so I can finally talk about it. But uh, we're making a new uh, Saved by the Bell video game with I can't NBC. Wait. Yeah, so I'm I'm a comedy writer by trade, and. Uh, they, my brother was programming for them, and uh, they were looking for comedy guys and sent in my script, and you know, your brother it all worked like, out. Hey, I know a guy. It, apparently, it is all I who really you know. That's know a guy. I shared a womb with if a guy. It's your brother. Yeah. If it's your brother, he's uh, like, unfortunately, yeah, I don't know a yeah. guy. My <laughs> twin brother was like, we're it's closer not than me. anyone else on the planet. <laughs> yeah, pretty um. much. Uh, we had to convince them we were. It wasn't him with a beard yes. for a little while. There yes. was actually two of us. Oh, identical, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, identical twins. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. Like you know, I never thought I'd be working in games, but he just happened to be programming at a company that's doing exactly what I want to be doing. So. It's yeah. crazy, dude. The entertainment is just now that the internet has really taken over in like the last five years. And become the major part of everyone's life. Entertainment has no bounds anymore. It's everywhere, and it's all merging now. Like, mm-hmm. games and television and online content and just, like, everybody wants a game to go with their movie or, you know, a movie to go with their podcast. I don't what, know. What's, what's, uh, yeah, let's do that, Nick. Um, yeah, you guys can. <laughs> you're working on the movie, right? Shh. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll keep that on An- the another, <laughs> another shitty podcast, the movie. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> just us, like, It'll probably also suck. <laughs> it's, just, it's just filming the podcast and us like freaking out for hours. Yeah, and then everyone... And talking about funny stuff that we can't say on the podcast. Oh, the dark pod. Dark pod. Dark yeah. pod. Deep, deep, dark, dark pod. Um, dude, the funny thing you said about the crossover with like video games and other forms of entertainment, uh, you know your boy right here... TB is a big wrestling fan. Uh, WWE is coming to town this weekend for Survivor Series, mm-hmm. uh, but they're doing a big crossover. Um, one of their talent, uh, talents, mm-hmm. one of their talents, uh, he his wrestling name is Xavier Woods. Um, he's got a giant following on YouTube. Just like video game, yeah, up, up, like, down, down. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For his video game like uh, blog. Mm-hmm. And, he uh, plays video games. He's hosting. People watch him. Well, they're hosting the League Blog of Legends. Is such a kind term for. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's yeah. popular. It's a, though. They, a career. They're, so they're hosting. <laughs> they're hosting um, a League of Legends, like wrestling tournament. Whoa! So it's like four or five guys from this wrestling league from like the WWE, and then four or five guys from their like developmental, like the NXT league. And they're having like a gaming tournament. That's how you know it's gotten crazy. Where yeah, it's like, yeah. are they good at the game? No, they're good at other things. We just want to watch them be bad at the thing we like playing. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. It's exactly. Like, we'll pay yeah. money to watch them. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if like Happy Days were like, hey guys, you want to watch the Fonzie play Scrabble? Like, what? That's, <laughs> yeah, I guess. You want to see him try to operate a printer? <laughs> yeah, like that's that's pretty much where we're at now. But that's... People just like. Well, I'm saying, like, with the crossover stuff, man, mm-hmm. it's like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty endless, um, and it's cool too. What's happening now is uh, we're getting to the age where like our demographic 
has a lot of, well, most of us, uh, a little more income, right? So like people are <laughs> some getting, of us, some yeah. of yeah. yeah. not so much the people in this. Particular yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why all, all these remakes are coming out. All yep. these reboots. Yeah. Um, yep. Everything's catered to you know. It's like our, our nostalgic uh, yeah. factor, and yeah. I'm, I'm like eating it up. You know, everybody is. I yeah. mean, it's 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 cheaper. Or it's they see it as like a better investment to safer. Yeah, safer is the word for it. You know, like anything people know before, as opposed to like something new. Yeah. It's like we'll remake Get Shorty before yeah. we fucking put yeah. out a you know something new. <clears throat> Space Jam. Space Jam. Down for Space Jam. Nick. Not not to knock Get Shorty either. I know I don't know how many fans of that show are out there. Yeah. But that was a movie. Yeah. Now it's a show. Nick, Nick likes to harp on the fact that. Uh, it's sacrilegious that they're making a space jam. Well, listen, I'm I'm all for nostalgia, but there's some things you can't touch, I, and that is the one thing you can't touch. I, I'm with you there. <laughs> can't touch this. Place. I'm with you there. Like Space Jam, that was everything grown up when that yeah. VHS dropped. It's like I watch that every day for mm-hmm. like six months. Isn't that you know? crazy? Like even the idea of like let's bring the Looney Tunes back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man. Well, they're br- they're bringing back like. I love Space Jam, but it wasn't like an Oscar winning. It wasn't oh, like it was, the best oh, movie. You know, there's no I, Schiller's oh, List. Hold your horses in. You know? <laughs> let's 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 dissect what this movie. Oh, it's a classic. Here we go again. It's it's the greatest athlete of all time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the best comedic actor of all time, saving everyone from in, uh, interstellar slavery. That that is a good point. I mean, as at the buzzer, by the way. Slavery is yeah. bad. It yeah. came down yeah. to the wire, man. And, and the good guys Danny DeVito won. is the evil guy. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's good I casting. His name was Swackhammer. That's a pretty awesome name. If, if I went into a meeting now and pitched that fresh, like I would look like a psychopath. Yeah. Like, I would be like, <laughs> okay, guys. You know, we'll try to get a talent. Maybe like LeBron will. Do, you know, you wouldn't be able to get LeBron. You'd you'd be lucky to get like Jeremy Lin or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> a I'd fresh watch that with Jeremy Lin though. Yeah, it'd probably be do good overseas. Probably. Or even like a like Mike, but just with Jeremy Lin instead of Michael Jordan. Oh my God. Or just some anybody kid, instead some of Lil Bow Wow. Some kid in Chinatown finds some Jeremy Lin sneaks and becomes Jeremy Lin esque. All right, all right. We're going to cut this out so I can pitch this in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave that out of the podcast. But it's it's like things that I've never thought they needed a sequel. Like, are they going to remake Space right. Jam? Is well, it it's not a, a sequel. Re- okay, they so it's, it's a, a full reunion. Which is even dumber. They're going to pretend like MJ never happened. Uh, yeah, and at the very best, it'll be hopefully as good as the last one. I just, I don't know. I, I'm all about, like... Treading new ground. That's the beauty of filmmaking is uh-huh. we can do anything and now we're just redoing yeah. everything yeah. we already did. It's like nothing you know? is off limits. And it's like in terms of rehashing. Yeah. And it's like I made a joke years ago. Uh, it's actually in a sketch with Sipka. But uh, I said I was, I was going on a rant. But basically I was like if they remake Back to the Future um, – I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna murder somebody, and then I was like, they'll probably cast Zac Efron as Marty McFly, and uh, sure enough, I mean, if it happens, dude, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> I'm gonna go to protest before we you, die. They're going to I'm gonna You're protest. Well, you heard it here, folks. He he, that's plotting a murder. That's premeditated. So making a murder. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's get a little tie-in. They're they're making they're making me a murderer. They're making me <laughs> kill somebody. You didn't have yeah. a choice, man. You didn't I'm have telling a you right now, don't fucking reboot Back to the Future. Don't dude. make Bruce a murderer. Well, it's like yeah. we wouldn't have Back to the Future if everybody in the '80s was like, "Hey, that Leave It to Beaver was super popular." Although that that remake, great movie. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> shoot myself in the foot here, uh, but like. You don't Come have on. to agree with the point you're making to make a point. I think I just wrecked myself. I should have checked myself. <laughs> that, was, that was brutal, guys. That was a self-own. Because I love that Leave it to Beaver movie. That remake <laughs> where he gets his bike stolen. I think the kid from Brink is in it. I, wanna, <laughs> I, want, everyone Brink. To, I want everyone to know that Eddie's the eyes, team Eddie's eyes got really big when he said, I actually do love that. So yeah, uh, I, 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 I believe him now. <laughs> I like, believe him. You can't see his face, but I we can. His um, handsome face. I, overall handsome his guy. Overall handsome face. Can, <laughs> Which, we, and, can we talk and we, more about how handsome I am? Please? We can talk about how there's technically twice the handsome out there. With there the there is a second version of me. So I don't know if the world can handle so much 7.5 handsomeness. <laughs> oh, we got a point five now. Oh, I got it's the beard. Yeah. It's a point five. It's a point. <laughs> we, we did the math. We crun- <laughs> we got several scientists crunching the numbers out back. Yeah. Seven point five, like beakers and stuff foaming out. A lot of abacuses. We're, <laughs> we're cutting out all He's the abacuses. Small town, eight point five. No, yeah. no, exactly. Dude, give me and our and our listeners. I know a little bit. Give us a, a little rundown of your own stuff, dude. Of your own of your own tunes. You got, uh, you got the yeah. The, I mean, I guess we start on right now. Yeah, I'm wearing one of my t-shirts, uh, Rollerblade. Um, it's blade. Rollerblading, yeah. as you could imagine. <laughs> uh, it's a mashup. I do. These are just fun, kind of one-offs. Um, but yeah, I've put out five animated short films in my time. I mean, I went to film school. Like I went to school for filmmaking, and then I got out to LA. It's getting a little burnt out in the stand-up scene, as I'm sure you know. You know, it gets a little. It's, it's tough. It's tough, it's oversaturated, and it's, like, hard to stand out. And yeah. uh, I kind of asked myself, you know, like, what do I really want to be doing? And end goal, like, what's the dream? Whose career would I have? You yeah. know, dream job. And uh, it was Trey Parker, you know, Mike Judge, like, Seth MacFarlane, those, like, showrunners. Um, I always wanted to be a writer, but, like, animation is really when i think about it the wheelhouse i feel like i've always wanted to be in and so i just started drawing i just started doing like little flip books like vines you know yeah. just like super 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 simple post-it note trace it you mm-hmm. know under the post-it note put a post-it note on top kind of stuff and uh it's been like five years of that and and now i'm putting out full-on short films, you know, picture yeah, cartoons yeah. here and there, you know, it's, it's a, it's a skill that I never thought I'd have, but it's just like anything else, you know, you practice it, you'll get better at it. Is the animation skills that you have, is it all self-taught? Yeah, I mean, I hate that term, self-taught, because it's like, I'm reading books, like, I, you know, <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, okay. um, yep. I'm, I'm pretty much anything animation I can look up, I mean, if you don't know how to do anything, like YouTube, you know, how do I draw the the like human body what are the proportions yeah. how do i draw in perspective like uh, a big thing for me was like backgrounds like how do i draw a background and have it look right for me my first couple short films i knew the shots i wanted so what i did was i got a buddy with a camera and we took reference photos we cool. shot it like we were filming something 
because I know how to, you know, that's my skill set. I know how to set up a camera. So we would just take reference photos and it's like, okay, that's the background I want. Okay, that's the angle of this shot that I want, you know, a low angle looking up at somebody. And then I try my best to illustrate that based on the reference photos. Like all of those things, it's just, if you start small and you're not afraid to like practice, you'll that's get better. up here and there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yeah. I mess up constantly. And it's like my... You know, my last short film took about 11 months for like a three minute, you know, short. But that's that's because one, I suck and it takes me 10 tries for every, you know, one thing to get it professional. And also like it's my side job. I got to do that on the side of making bills and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of a side hustle. But at the end, I have a fully animated short film, and people think I know what I'm doing. So <laughs> it works you out. Know, yeah. You do know what you're doing. You, you don't until you do it. I mean, it's that well, fake it until you make yeah, it Well, the thing, practice man. you were talking about, it's reps, man. Yeah that's, yeah, that's exactly it. And I think that was something I learned in high school. I mean, I was, I was a terrible athlete growing up. I mean, I tried to play every sport, basketball, soccer, all that. Then about fifth grade, they started cutting people, and I got cut 13 times from fifth grade to eighth grade. I did not make a single team. I think it was like basketball four years, Wait, soccer four years. Wait, there's 13 sports? There, like, <laughs> but you were, you were like four sports yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah, every year it was years. like basketball, soccer, uh, golf, I got cut from golf, which was really that frustrating. That was kind of weird. It like was, they always take everybody. It was weird, and you I need, every, you need right? somebody. Uh, and I, I wrecked myself on that one Before as well. Before you checked yourself? Uh, we were at a driving range, you know, just hitting balls. That was the tryouts. And the guy in the golf cart's coming by, and the teacher's like, okay, everybody stop swinging. Like, don't, don't be a jerk. Try to hit this guy. And I had a ball teed up. Like, I, I didn't you know, pretended not to hear it, whipped a drive right at the dude, hit the guy. They're like, Eddie, you're done. Sit down. You cut. I'm like, what? You have a future in comedy, man. I mean, (laughs) one, it was funny. So yeah, (laughs) big laughs from everybody. But also I hit the guy. Like that was a good shot. That's like accuracy. Were you aiming for him? Yeah, I was aiming for him. Do you, wanna, do you want to call out? You want to go ahead and call out your coach, my, coach? my coach, Let's put him on coach Joe Blakesley. I yeah, really, what, she, give, I think she might have passed away. She's old. Well, give us old. Give, middle school. You want to give I her memory? Of, Saint Saint Anastasia, seventh grade golf team. You know, put him on. Put him on blast. Yeah, put on blast. <laughs> no, <it's>, <laughs> never forget. <laughs> That's what this show is about. Yeah, Petty grudges <laughs> from from middle school. All right, I'm going to go through every girl who's ever rejected me. <laughs> In order of appearance, <laughs> it's uh, like it's like three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a long list, but well, man. you're you're a handsome guy. You don't get rejected Over, too often. Well, overall, Believe it or not, overall I handsome do. guy. Overall <laughs> handsome guy. I, I, we can't stress this overall factor enough. I, mean, I just have I just have head to toes. I just have great intros. Good knees. I got really great knees. <laughs> great knees. I, I always I always do like a face palm because sometimes like when I'm entering like a comic on a show, I say it just I just it just comes out like certain things. I'm like, and you're in a show, and, you and, gotta and, roll and with you it. Got a really, they got a really nice shirt on. I'm like, what the fuck? There's no starting over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always you know, just like he had a hamburger in the back. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't know. And they're like walking on stage, and they're all like, his parents died last week. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
All right. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Maybe pre-written. Why don't we work on these? Just go up there with some note cards. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Practice, man. It's a thousand hours. Um, ten thousand hours. Ten, ten thousand. Yeah. On your intros. Um, um, so real quick, your original. Um, I think the way I can't remember how we met. Probably. Just had you on my show. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I did the At Angel City the back Angel in the day. City show. The and Pints and Puns. Show. Yeah, Pints and Puns. I did that poster. And, and then our for the, the one year. year. Yeah, yeah, one year show. I, I loved how that poster came out. It was great. We was had. Um, Bruce was telling me that your your Snoop Dogg on the on the is that is that your most viral? Is that, that your most like that is by far my biggest yeah. like design? It's Snoop Dogg on a red doghouse, you know, yeah. like Snoopy, and yeah. it's just. Joint in mouth and yeah, I, I mean I, I I fucking love it. I sell it on my site. I have a Redbubble site, redbubble.com backslash people backslash poorly drawn. I used to call myself poorly drawn cartoons because I was insecure, and after a while, people were like, "This isn't that poorly drawn." Like it got <laughs> better, so you know, overall but, handsome cartoons. Hey, overall, yeah, yeah, about a seven and a half. Overall, cartoons. well drawn cartoons. Yeah, no, but yeah. the Snoopy Dog thing. I don't want to harp on it too much. Uh, Please harp, but it, but it was one of those away. things. I remember kind of backing you, you up. You put the harp down too. Yeah. Like it's okay. Sorry. Like, Sorry, you don't need the actual harp. But <laughs> big fan um, of radio jokes here. Yeah. I love <laughs> I love visual gags. Uh, you can going. stop cooking the hot dogs right now too. I'm not hungry yet. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Worry on my sound effects reel. Let's just do this for the next half hour. Um, the thing about the Snoopy Dog thing, I remember uh, kind of backing you up on social media with it. It was posted a few times. Snoop Dogg posted it multiple times. Without? Without tagging me. And then uh, another, he posted it once without tagging me. Blew like 200,000 likes in an hour. Yeah. More views than I've ever gotten on anything I've ever done. Um, and if that weren't bad enough, like we had everybody commenting, like, you know, hey, dude, like, drew this, like, this is Eddie, would not credit me. About like six, eight months later, he posted it again, but he put somebody like stole it, put like smoke trees 420 and terrible big block letters on top of it. He posted that and tagged that guy. So that guy got a bunch of fucking free press oh, using no. my artwork because, you know, the should internet's we, garbage right I mean, this now. This was a while ago, but uh, should we just start blasting him again? Dude, dude, the the guy reached out to me because I, I messaged him. I was like, you the know. The guy who had get, who'd gotten Who stole it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, one, not cool. Two, yeah. Yeah. why don't you give me credit so the fucking artist who's yeah. stealing it, you know, can... Give me credit. Yeah. And the dude was like, he thought it was a promotional thing. He was like, dude, we should do a collab. Like, he's some guy doesn't make anything, literally just reposts other people's stuff. And he's like, yo, dude, it was just publicity, like, just trying to get your attention. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're trying to steal my artwork. Like, it was it was pretty bizarre. I didn't like think the, the dude, guy. Uh, the fat Jewish guy. Remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't stealing, think. Like, this guy's a curator. It used to be just like memes and shit, mm-hmm. but then he Internet was quite curator. literally stealing comics that, like bits that I and know tweets and, mm-hmm. in LA mm-hmm. that yeah. you know, yep, and reposting mm-hmm. them and then like cutting their cutting their, their face off. Yeah. Like the worst is the you know who did this for crying faces. It's like I think yeah. you know who did it. You found it and you stole it. Yeah. You know, and it's like fuck people like that. 
it's heartbreaking too because that's my livelihood yeah. you know like that could have changed my life if Snoop had shared you know my account my account's hovering around like 11 you know 1400 followers or something like that like nothing to that could have been your shiggy dance dude it could it could have been could it could have made me I wouldn't have been talking here to you guys I could have been <laughs> You'd be uh, the hills, full of, yeah, yeah. the hills counting all your, cash. your living lavish all my in your views. hot tub in the hills. Yeah, yeah counting all them, them favorites. Living that Biggie Smalls life. Not fucking around with a shitty podcast. Yeah, I would have got murdered for sure, but whatever. Yeah. Would it have been a rap? Definitely not. Really? Rap beef? Def- hopefully not. How would you go? I don't no, have a beef. I, I'm not a big beef No beef? Kind of guy. You wouldn't be beef? Beefing with nobody, huh? Some of the mumble rappers, maybe. I'd probably say so. Is that your biggest beef has been with this dude? Is that your biggest beef? (sighs) Professionally? Yeah, as far as beefs go. Because I just let that shit go. Like, I'm not going to waste more of my life trying to... Have you had any legit beefs that you want to air out on this podcast right now? Other than my eighth grade golf coach? No. Yeah, no, that was was it. He's got a clean skin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he's an overall good guy. He's, I, he's I, more like Fresh Prince of Bel Air than anything. Oh yeah, that's that's a great. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm not from Philly, but um, yeah, South Dude, Florida. Um, <laughs> sports fan. I try. I try. I try to. <laughs> we're talking about you know, uh, we're talking about your boys earlier. I I did go to the U, the University of Miami. It is all about them Canes. Yeah, I'm required to say that. There you go. We were uh, we were discussing how um, college football it's very Us. much love hate because you mostly lose, hate. If you're I mean, competitive, if you're competitive, right? That's great. It's the yeah. best thing um, ever. Well, until you lose, uh, you lose saying, a, game. a game. Oh yeah, you're like ah, conference like, I'm gonna be two in games. A, you're like shit. I'm gonna be in <laughs> Start a over. bullshit bowl. Well, and and yeah. nothing like turns me tribal quicker than being good at. A sport that yeah. I don't even play. It's just like if we're good, but, I'm like, "Fuck you, dude! I'll <laughs> fucking beat your ass." You guys are fucking the best that ever did and the it's, thing. It's like it's, it's, it's the thing, and I for, barely know football. So for it's college, like, it's so much different than the pros too. Yeah, because I don't know. I think in college, for some reason, when you're a kid growing up. You're just a fan of this university, mm-hmm, and so you, mm-hmm. more than you are a pro team, so you're so much more rooted in yeah, it. Yeah. And then when you go, when there, you go there, it's like, yeah, I'm a, like, I'm a hurricane, baby. In Woo! Yeah, you went to school like, with these kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I yeah. used to yell uh, on all kickoffs. I would always lose my voice just yelling, "Kill him!" every single time. Oh and my like, god! Yeah. The 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 more horrible yeah. stuff you could say, the better. You just like murder his family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, like the punt receiver for the other team, you're just like jump into the stands, stab his mother to death. I see her cheering for him. It's like <laughs> there was, they just have different colors. I, uh, it's like, it's, the only time I ever heard my mother swear was at a Michigan State Stanford football game. They they played the Rose Bowl here in 2013. Oh, please tell me, please tell me all of this. We uh, we had the ball at the one yard line, mm-hmm. and we tried to throw it. It didn't. It was incomplete. Second uh, second down. Try to throw it. Incomplete. Third down. Try to throw it incomplete. Um, penalty, we get another chance. Try to throw it incomplete. So now it's fourth and fourth and one still on the line. And between each one of these, I'm just like yelling, run the fucking ball at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and eventually my mom just, I just hear my mom go, run the goddamn ball. God damn it. Just, <laughs> For a mom, that like, is huge. My mom's like 
five foot five and so nice. I've never heard her swear ever in my that's entire like life. That's like the C word rolled up into the F word <laughs> yeah. from moms. That's yeah. big. Yeah, oh my god. The end of the story well, is she we, said GD twice. Yeah, but Ooh, so we yeah. so we ran Mercy. the ball and yeah. we scored. Boom. Hey. There you go. And, and it's, oh, it's great because your mom's swearing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if my mom wouldn't have swore, we'd have lost that game. That's that's how. Shout out to Nick's mom. Shout out Kathy Grace. I mean, I think there's definitely some like psychological release that we get. Like, there's less war because we hate each other at this fake. This is a uh, you oh, know oh, gladiator duel. That's really that is fact. That's, that's kind of know? the reason. Um, that's the reason the NFL exists. Oh, I believe that. So the NFL, the that NFL to exploit the bodies of. Their athletes go on. Um, the the NFL came about <laughs> like how real serious I just pepper that in. All right, go on. go on. After after World War Two, mm-hmm. the, the NFL kind of like or pro- professional football came about because you had all these young guys who were like trained oh. for combat, and now they didn't have an outlet for it. And that's also why there's such a this. there's such a big connection between military and NFL. Oh, like you know, we always do. There's always the camo yeah. stuff and, and big sponsors. The and and there's a there's a deeper connection there than just like America. Oh, I believe it wholeheartedly. Damn. Yeah, um, nothing will make me. It's, an, it's want to metaphorically to, kill than just yeah. ha- being at a rival school from Dude, somebody else. I mean, it's crazy. That's I went to a large high school. I went to a tiny college, um, but I was always in the group of guys that was screaming at the opposing team. My favorite was basketball Mm -hmm. because football, your voice kind of gets lost in the... It's a big stadium. Yeah. yeah. Even, you know, where I went, not Not the stadium's not that big. Basketball in high school and in college, small gymnasiums, and it would be so quiet. You just hear like, you know, a couple claps here and there. The ball running, the, the, you know, the ball bouncing, the, the sneaker the, squeaks. Yep. that is and my then, favorite so sound in the world. We, <laughs> I go to sleep to that so <laughs> instead of like nature sounds. It's yeah. just a court across the street. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, opposing team. One time, mm-hmm. we were we were just screaming. At the coach. Yeah. The coach got so mad, looked directly at us and started yelling. And then we all just started losing it. <laughs> because that's what you want. Yeah. You want to make you're them his, crack. You're in his it's fucking just head. Like, dude. And like, I remember we would be like, we would do like research on the teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when it got like personal. Like, would they give you oh, when you're like, so and so broke their ankle last year or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you'd be like, Everybody wear ankle, ankle braces. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got to get in their head. So we had the Izone, and we're like a, we're a really popular student section. What they would do for us is everybody's seat would have kind of like a, a newspaper like printout mm-hmm. that would tell they would tell you exactly the same shit. It would be like this player went through this, this player went through this. Whoa. We're gonna do this at this point. We're gonna this do players, this. Players' parents point. are getting divorced. Like bring Whoa. it up. Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> it was. That's insane. It's serious. But I, I know what you're saying with basketball because it gets quiet. It gives the fans an opportunity to shine. Mm-hmm. Free, like throws? free throws? Oh, man. Basketball rules. You yeah. always get that one chick that's just going, ah! during no. free throws? No. Yeah, that's the that's the most fun. I mean, it's it, like some player's mom, too. Oh, usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you get, like, leeway to just be a horrible person. I mean, I'll never forget 
this was my older brother went to Miami as well, and his friends were huge football fans, and uh, they were playing LSU uh, the year after Katrina had happened. Oh, and no. we're the we're yeah we're the Hurricanes, and so they make a sign oh, that just says like. FEMA can't save you from this hurricane, which is no. I mean, oh, terrible. But who won the game? It's war. I don't even remember. I <laughs> probably, probably the fans. <laughs> I would say, um, dude, that's bad. Oh yeah. In poor taste, yes, absolutely. Uh, Accurate. Hey. When is it too? It was really a commentary on <laughs> FEMA's lack of support for New Orleans. Yeah. but you know that. I think that George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> that we also had that sign. Yeah, that was a popular sign. Remember that Kanye? Remember oh, that Kanye? That was a good. Do we Kanye. want to talk Kanye or we don't want to? We, we can. I love. I will go on record. I love Kanye West's music. Uh, oh God! The, right. The you see how I did that? Yeah. I yeah. love Kanye West's music. And I. Th- Feel like mentally he's gone a bit off the deep end, which is sad. I, I think he lives in a bubble mm-hmm. that is just com- completely secluded from the real world. I think yeah. that's what happens when you get that rich yeah. and that famous, and you marry you know, you know the f- the family of rich and famous. You marry people. a porn star? Are we allowed to say that? Uh, oh, she's I would say star. a star. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she did porn, which you know, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. It's a home video. Well, you know, that's true. Erotic? It was, I don't Erotic. know if it can be considered a home video if the whole world's seen it. I think independent film, I think, is was the Was it made in their home? It was an indie. Yeah, it was an indie. Yeah, as an independent filmmaker, I support independent filmmaking, so, you know. Um, <laughs> Ray J's still getting the original check. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> It's it's getting tougher and tougher. I mean, especially with all the MAGA stuff and yeah. him going to the Trump White Dude, House. Well, and he even, jumped the shark he, like four hours Even now that's over yeah. with a bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he, he's he now is like, place. yeah, I got, I got taken advantage of. And it's like, at least thankfully he's realizing that. Cause I, I, think, I think it's a little too late now. Too I, late for... For his, like... To, to uh, be redeemed? Bullshit apology... Yeah, whatever. And I, you know, all three of us, right, probably have been fans of his since we're 12, 13 years old. College dropout was yep. like it's my uh, it's my favorite rap album of all time. And, yeah, uh, pretty much. I, I bought Stankonia and that album, and that was what got me into hip hop. And like, so game over. It sucks, um, but it's not always the case that mm-hmm. our you know our idols or people we look up to or are that we're fans of are going to be decent yeah it's all it's a people. weird demand that we expect yeah. you know people in the public spotlight to be correct about everything cuz that's like especially with artists it's like you're not going to always get a sane yeah. individual like the you craziest know, like, one not to go i don't want to go too far down this hole but the craziest one well, we'll just go a little bit into this was the cosby was the cosby oh yeah and it's mm-hmm. like how many people were shocked by that and it's like Dude, he's a freaking actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's playing a character. Oh, I mean, look at we hold them look at, to, look in at such Bob, high regard. Look at Bob Saget. He's a weirdo. Yeah, actually, yeah. in real life, he's really not all that weird. That shit you see on uh, his stand-up, kind of well, a weirdo. He, he, he's got a much different, you know, he's got a comedy style. His comedy style is a lot different from Full House. For well, I'm saying sure, he's but, very eccentric lifestyle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, and it's like. We kind of assume that these wholesome characters are wholesome behind the, you know, right? What is it called? Kayfabe. 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 It's a wrestling term. Uh, the wrestling term kayfabe is um, as 
a viewer, as a fan, that you uh, what, what's happening in the wrestling world is happening in real life. So it's like so, a fabrication. So a lot so, of people are thinking that Bill Cosby is that person that mm-hmm. we're seeing. He's Mr. Hush. He went heel. He went real heel. Oh, he turned. <laughs> it was a big turn. Woo. Biggest heel turn <laughs> of arguably of the century. Well, no, he's no, it's not. What? I think O.J. Simpson might be the biggest heel turn of all time. But that was like, I mean, he was. No, the I'm going to say, co- say Cosby. Everybody loved the juice, and he murdered. Everyone did. I'm saying, Everyone co- I'm did saying love numbers. The juice. I'm saying I mean, numbers. Well. In terms of, you know what, I think it is comparable. I I don't think there's much debate now that Cosby is a human piece of shit. I mean, there's a lot of yes, there's a lot of theories out there that Juice was covering for his son. I've got I won't won't name uh, a specific friend of mine, but I have a friend who. uh, Oh Lord, (laughs) he's just to this day. He's just like allegations. Oh God! (laughs) Oh my God! He came up with a book. He came up with a book that says. If I did no, it. No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about Cosby. Oh my god. Yeah. Jeez. He just doesn't he doesn't want to believe. What is it? It's kayfabe, right? It's, it's like you know I mean I, mean, I that was the tough part know, with all this Kanye you, stuff. You know what? Like, I'm gonna I wanna scratch that from the record because I don't want a wrestling something that I love to be associated with Bill Cosby. <laughs> because wrestling has never never done anything never bad. Do anything, anything controversial. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody who's ever wrestled is just a gem. Yeah. yeah. Just good Christian men and women. <laughs> The Lord's work, if you will. Oh, yeah. I think Jesus was a wrestler. No, wrestling's got yeah. a big black guy. Um, Did you say a big black guy? Black eye. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I was going to say, I I think like, wrestling's got a bunch of big black guys. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of a, a staple now. But, okay. The black I, eye. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what I meant is they have a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody does. And it's like, it's part of them trying to put out this wholesome message. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, MLB. Like, all these, like, players Everybody. are tweeting all these old racist shit. I think a, like, a whole huge part of this is that we have so much more access to all these people than mm-hmm. we ever did before. Absolutely. There were pieces of shit in the 50s and 60s and oh, 70s. We man. just didn't know if, the fucking if shit If we could have probably seen, like, half of the shit that went on yeah. in Hollywood back then. You hear, then, like, I especially mean, with the baseball oh, yeah. players. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear stories about Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth, and, like, it's kind of, like... It's been changed into this legendary lore type stuff. Oh, where yeah. you're like, oh, that's yeah, that's wow, cool. a, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so yeah, cool. They were yeah. drunk they and like that. smoking. Yeah. while they're playing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, nowadays you'd be like, what like the terrible fuck? women. Oh, I bet. Yeah, everything they ever said to a woman was probably disgusting and underhanded, and you know, it's. Hey, babe, have you ever seen a baseball bat? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like fucking. And then she's like, oh, I'll go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we went down that hole a little bit. Um, Dipped a toe in the hole. Do you have any of that? Check your, do you want to touch on right now or no? Got some notes. Nah, no, no. The conversation's flowing. I love it. Let's. Uh, Let's well, I want to wrap. I want to wrap up on on these here. Okay, let's do it. Uh, back into cartoonisting. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's go back. Um, That's the correct term. You already when you you were talking earlier. Uh, oh, I never finished my story. I made. I got cut from a bunch of teams. Oh right? yeah, I was terrible at sports, mm-hmm. and then in high school I joined the track team because they didn't cut anybody cross country and track, and I was horrible at it. But after four years of like running my ass off, I got pretty good. I ran like a sub five minute mile, you know, oh, like and you I was a pretty good athlete. I learned that like oh like I don't have to suck at everything. Like right. if you. I had never gotten better at anything in my life. It right. was always like as a kid, you're like oh I'm clearly. Not good at basketball, like that's where it 
stays, you know. But I learned that if you just put in the work, if you sit there and draw every day, if you go out and run three miles every day, you'll get better at it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I didn't know before that point that you could make yourself Good something else, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you can turn yourself into whoever you want to be. And like the more I think about it, the more cartoonist just made sense. Mm-hmm. Like I got in trouble for in kindergarten because I said dough. Like, I drop something, and I go, don't! And then I went to, like, a small little Catholic school. They called my parents in because they were like, do you know he's watching, like, The Simpsons? And my mom was like, we watch that every Sunday night. Like, we watch it as a family. What are you talking about? That show's great. Like, it just made sense. I've always been obsessed with cartoons. When I was, like, third grade, fourth grade, it must have been, South Park had come out, and I wasn't allowed to watch it. Right, couldn't that watch it. Step of but I was, I was obsessed with it. Like I started drawing like South Park like characters, and I go to my older brother. I'm like, Sean, I'm gonna make a show. I'm gonna call it North Park. And my older brother's like, you, there is a North Park in the show. They make a joke about it, and it like just crushed me emotionally. And I realized like years later, older like, brother, there you go. Yeah, I mean. When you come from a small town where, like, there's nobody creating cartoons, it just was like... Or creating anything, probably. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I didn't know I was allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, we had a film camera, and every, like, class project in high school, like, presentation, group project, like, create a poster board or something, we made a movie. I was like, let me, can I make a movie? Can I, like, make a short film? Like, can I do something? And I'd get hundreds on everything, and they'd be like, these are great. I never thought to make a movie outside of class. It's so bizarre to me now that I've just, like, never thought to get my friends together and not just make a historical thing about, you know, some president or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, it's so weird that I just didn't know you could do that, you know? To be fair to you, and maybe this is just me projecting what I was thinking in high school is I spent all of my free time just thinking about girls, not really thinking about. (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely. (laughs) Not really liking about them. Well, I mean, I wasn't very, I wasn't like the ladies man in high school (laughs) by any means. But that's the end all be all. (laughs) It's like, yeah, like I, can I get a girlfriend? Yeah. That's all. There's there's no achievement other than, you know, not being a loser. Oh Oh, yeah. Am I going to date her now? If she sat next to me in class, it was getting serious. How big was like, oh, class field trip. I got to sit next to her on the bus. Like just even being in proximity to a girl. It's positioning. That you liked was the end all be all. This is the only thing you can touched, achieve. Is touched life. elbows, yeah. yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, to think of the time wasted. <laughs> uh, okay, so you talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, when when we were originally yeah. starting the cartooning thing, yeah. uh, you said you said Judd Apatow. Um, no, no, Mike Judge. Or, or, I'm sorry. Wow. No, Mike it's Judge. okay. I mean, Judd, Judd as well. Like when I when I learned um, about Judd, but Matt like Trey Parker, Parker Matt Stone. I'm all. It's okay. Those guys you look yeah. up to. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Original creators. I liked people who, like, made their own stuff. You know, Trey Parker and Matt made this short film. Like, when I learned about Mike Judge's career, he was a computer, you know, engineer. He worked, you know, until he was, like, 27, 28. And then he made a short film, called it Office Space, got into a bunch of film festivals. His next short was Beavis and Butthead, Frog Baseball. And the rest was history. Everyone was like, okay... Go make more of this, you know. I, I've never wanted to like 
be a studio guy like hey can you make this adaptation of this crappy thing we have it's like I love like original storytellers original creators and that's what I've tried to follow is like okay if I want to be Mike Judge you know what did he do make original shorts so I'm going to try to make my original you know shows my original short films you know original TV shows whatever I can do that's original that's mine you know cool yeah that's that's just learning, you know, just looking up to, you know, your heroes, yeah. trying to do the same thing. And then I got to work with Mike Judge, and that was like the uh, universe yeah. fucking lining up. I was a stand-in on the last season of Silicon Valley, worked 45 oh, days. I did every day on set when you're standing, you get these like sides. It's like a small script with everything they're filming that day, so you know what every scene is going to do. Um, and stuff like that. And on the back of my sides, I drew a Mike Judge character. I drew Hank. I drew Beavis, Fat Butthead. Every everything I could think of with a little quote on the side. And uh, I started giving those away at the rap party. Like I, I was like, you know, I, I I've got forty five of these. I put them in little comic book um, cases, and I handed them out to the crew. And I start giving them out to the crew because I'm like, hey guys, this is fun. You know, here's a little rap gift. And everyone starts losing it. Like, all the crew members start demanding them. Like, the actors start grabbing them up. And then, all of a sudden, like, someone was like, dude, Mike Judge was just taking a picture of one of your drawings. And they were like, yeah, this one of the stand-ins did these. And then they pushed me into Mike. And Mike was like, hey, man, this is, like, really cool. Just, like, <laughs> nicest fucking dude on the planet. And I, I drew one of him on the very last day. And thinking he would sign it for me and he ended up just taking it he has a drawing of Mike Judge that I did somewhere in his house hopefully and then uh, I gave him I, I I wasn't gonna lose the opportunity I handed him my favorite drawing and he signed it and it's framed in my room now and it's just like you know it felt like the planets all aligned you know working with one God, of my heroes awesome. like it, it's definitely the best night of my life <laughs> yeah. like for sure like he uh, he gave me his card. He was like, "Hey man, like, you know, I told him I was a cartoonist and I have all these short films." And he's like, "Yeah, send me your stuff." And I was I remember vividly coming out of that place, waiting for my ride, looking at his business card, and just like, "This is my fate in my hand. I am holding my future in my hand." I was waiting for it to blow away like a fucking right. movie or something like that. An eagle comes um, in real quick. Yeah, exactly. It. Just like ah, just flies <laughs> away. Um, and it's like rare you it's you know it's it's rare you get moments like that but i really was like yeah one day you know i'm going to i'm going to you know i'm going to make cartoons like you're gonna that be dude, you know you're getting yeah, you're getting hopefully. you're getting me fucking jazz man oh good give great. you guys some some willies yeah i mean that was it was a miracle and it just all that stuff leading up to that just started to make sense in yeah. the whole it seems well, like it was meant to be after you get there and then you just realize like no it was hard work and me allowing myself to think hey I can be a cartoonist I can be like these guys there's nothing different I just gotta put in the work you yeah know? you um, I mean you're fortunate to have gotten to that point but you put in the Immensely. work to get to that point. Oh, yeah. Too. I mean, I, I, like, even getting to where I could draw those characters that well took five years. Yeah. You know, I couldn't have drawn those guys two years ago. I, it would have looked like chicken scratch, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's weird how the universe works, but sometimes, like, it works out, you know? Dude, I, uh, 
I'm so thrilled that we had you on the day. Oh, that you? little last story uh, that made my day. Oh um, man, good that's, man. That's well, great, uh, Eddie. Uh, real quick before we sign off, uh, where can folks find you if we want to if we want to link up with you online or see it in your work? Look me up on uh, Instagram, Eddie Malden, M A U L D I N E D D I E. None of that weird Y crap. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So look me up Instagram. You can find me on YouTube, Eddie Malden. My short films are all up on YouTube. Redbubble, poorly drawn, is my Redbubble name. I mean, is your is your podcast still up on? My podcast is, yeah, check out the hot box with Eddie Malden. Um, we got to get that going again. I, got, I think I'm going to start bringing that back. Yeah, yeah, I used to have a, I smoke weed in my car with a bunch of comics. So on iTunes, check it out. Hot That's great. Box with Eddie Malden, you know. Thanks so much, guys. This Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody out there, I want to bring to your attention the amount of baddies that are just walking in and out of Whole Foods. If you had to do some Thanksgiving shopping this week and you want to look at talk to, be with some baddies. Go to Whole Foods. This is not a plug for Whole Foods. This is a plug for baddies. Go and be around some baddies. What the hell is a baddie? A baddie is a a bad woman. I'm assuming that means attractive. Yeah, oh yeah, they're pretty attractive, man. (laughs) Woo! Things I'd like to bring to your attention. Thanksgiving dinner. It's literally the best meal in the world Definitely in America, but in the world. You've got turkey. You've got mashed potatoes and gravy. You have a hot rolls. You have sweet potatoes. Green bean casserole. Corn casserole. Sometimes baked macaroni and cheese. Pumpkin pie. Chocolate pie. Cranberry sauce. Stuffing. What's the difference between stuffing and uh, dressing? One goes in the bird. One's just hanging out. I don't know. Did you say all the potato types? Uh... Cheese potatoes, mashed potatoes, baked potatoes. All the different potatoes, things I like to bring your attention. Thank you, Trent, for that awesome Thanksgiving reminder of the good food. Now it's time for This Week In. We're going to talk some wrestling with Mr. Trent Bruce. Thank you, Nicholas. Uh, This is a very exciting week in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, let's get right to it. Becky Lynch on Monday Night Raw. Um, as you guys know, she uh, is, quote, the man. She's the SmackDown Women's Champion. She invaded Raw uh, with other women from the SmackDown roster. Beat the living hell out of a bunch of people. Um, she got hit in the face. She got all bloody. And there's this great moment where the camera caught her at the top of the stairs when she left through the crowd, kind of like boasting her arms out, face all bloody. Just like, I'll show you the the photo later, Nick. Um, But it was like her, like, I was talking to my buddies. This was like a moment that she's been uh, in the wrestling world. When you say someone's really over, they're over. That means that the fans, you've won the fans over. You're very, you're very popular. So I'm familiar with the, with the rock. Yeah. Over moment, he yeah, talks yeah. about it a lot. So, um, th- she's been very over. She's been very popular lately. Um, this moment, in my opinion, uh, catapulted her. I was telling my buddy, this is her Austin three sixteen. Give me a hell yeah promo when he at the he beats Jake of the Snake and he's like 
doing the promo. I think it's up there in that kind of moment. Where it's career like, defining. Well, it's say? like well, it's like legendary. Yeah. Um, just the way it was shot, the way that she handled it. It was so badass. She came all, together. She's perfectly. all busted up. Uh, the sad part of this, though, is that she legitimately. So Survivor Series is this Sunday. So uh, it's SmackDown versus Raw, the red versus the blue. Um, so champion each champion fights each other shows champion. Um, so she was faced. She's the women's champion for SmackDown. She was slotted to fight Ronda Rousey, the mm-hmm. Raw women's champion. Mm-hmm. Well, the sad thing is. She legitimately got hurt. When her face was bleeding? She That's got Nia Jax punched her in the face, pretty much broke her face. Sorry, broke her nose and some of her face. It's all black and blue. Oh, shit. And she suffered a concussion. So uh, in lieu of that, Charlotte Flair, who's not the women's champion. But, but is your favorite. She's probably my top. She's up there. She's, she's your future wife. She, yeah, she's my future she's wife. Anything the like queen. her father, you've definitely got a chance. <laughs> you'll be you'll if I impersonate her father. Oh, that's some Freudian n- shit. No, I'm saying because he's on his eighth wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The eighth husband. <laughs> so, um, anywho, so Charlotte Flair's taking the place. I hope that that moment is still enshrined in the in the fans' minds that because it was so. Awesome. She reached this moment. She's been climbing this mountain. Uh, Vince really likes her. She's been working her ass off. She's finally got the title. And then she gets hurt right before fighting Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And probably, arguably, the biggest match of her career. I'm hoping this doesn't belittle or take the wind out of her sails. I hope when she comes back, it's even more popular, more hot. I think that it's when, in wrestling, when you're, when you're really popular, really on, it behooves you. You know, to stay healthy, but there's some things you can't control. Daniel like, Bryan. Well, like actually getting sock, sucker punched in the face. So, well, was it? I mean, I'm assuming that she didn't mean to, because this is it's all. I here's the thing. An actual animosity there. But here's the thing. Here's the thing is, it was probably an accident. Yeah. But in the wrestling biz, there's a term called working stiff, and those that's a term of people that. Um, when they're wrestling, are um, hitting decently hard, and sometimes like really like laying elbows in, laying knees in. So like Brock, people don't really like to work with Brock because yeah. he he'll hit you. So it's not a lot of the and it's not a lot of the stopping too. on the mat kind yeah. of thing. It's and also if you piss them off. So this Nine Jax lady is that her name? Nine uh, Jax? Naya Jax. Naya Jax. She's uh she's I don't a, know. I th- I want to say I want to say it was they worked it in the story and that it was a mere accident. But either way, it's kind of tough. Um uh, but anywho, uh hopefully speedy recovery. Maybe we see her come back at like Royal Rumble or something. Hopefully she heal- heals up quick. Um so Survivor Series is in Los Angeles this week. Uh, if you already don't know, if you're a wrestling fan and you live in LA, you definitely know. Uh but I'm fortunate enough I got some work off. Um, we're going to the gallery, opening at Galleries 1988. Uh, they're doing a WWE and wrestling gallery takeover. I'm so fucking stoked on it. Um, and then Saturday is NXT War Games, which anytime WWE does a big event, there's like the big four. So Mania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and Rumble. They usually have an NXT event the night before. 
NXT is like their minor league, mm-hmm. their de- de- developmental league. And they still put on really, really good shows. Um, so I'm actually sitting on the floor at Staples with some buddies, um, which is fancy. And I did spend a decent chunk of change, but not as much as you would think. Um, so I'm really stoked this whole weekend. And then I'm going to Cyber- Survivor Series Sunday. This whole weekend is nonstop wrestling. So I can't wait for the next pod to give you the lowdown on everything. Yeah. Um, I hope that you uh, get in some networking while you're down there on that yeah. on that floor level. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I want to see Trent Bruce managing I, I some need, wrestlers. Well, that's the goal is is to eventually work in professional wrestling, not just be in that arena, not if to you just will. be a fan, but to to make an income. You're looking at the 2016 Rock the Promo Champ, Bruce the Brewer. I make beer. I drink beer. I am beer. So, uh, real quick, too, um, Paige uh, is coming out with a movie about her life. Um, there was a documentary made, and Stephen Merchant saw it. Paige is a British wrestler. I saw it. Uh-huh. And I saw the trailer. And uh, The Rock is an exec on it. Stephen Merchant wrote and directed it, and it's coming out, and it looks pretty good. I hate to stereotype, but I would have never thought that Stephen Merchant would have made a wrestling movie. One hundred percent. But the HBO connect with The Rock, mm-hmm. and, and with him, they're he's, both big comedy. A, but he has uh, you know? Hello Ladies on HBO. Yeah, they're, well, Stephen Merchant's been on a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worked a lot with Ricky Gervais on some things. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, last little thing I have is um, WWE Crown Jewel. We talked about this the Saudi Arabia event. I don't think we've talked about the fallout of that yet. I can't no, remember. Nothing about the aftermath. Um, yeah, it was uh, 100% hot garbage. Um, and the main event was Triple H and Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker and Kane, four very old yeah. dudes. Um, I want to let the, the viewers, or sorry, the, the listeners know what I have written in our notes. Um, under my section for wrestling, I say, Triple H hurt his old ass. Um <laughs> Dude, he like pulled a pec muscle. He's all bruised up, and he's gonna have to have surgery. And it's just like, dude, like <laughs> you, that guy. Well, you clearly think they need to hang it up. My thing is, if you're gonna do an event like that, it really actually needs to be a big deal. They promoted it. It's clearly they did this just for a money grab. And I've heard that they have a ten year contract with the Saudi Arabia. To do events there for ten years mm-hmm. with all the political shit, man. I think they should take take an L on this one and get the hell out of there um, because people go over there and they get hurt. Women can't wrestle over there yet. That's a big blemish. Um, and then Triple I mean, this whole main event, seeing Shawn Michaels return and like roll around the ring and like do a moonsault and face plant on the outside and get all bloodied up. I was like. Your nostalgic kid in you, your wrestling kid. You're watching your heroes fall apart. You're like, you're well, you're like, oh cool, I'm glad to see them. But your logical adult brain yeah. is like, dude, come on, man. Um, it's rough, man. It, that was rough. Uh, one little quick thing that though to tie this up, you put a note. Um, I did put a note in this section. Yeah, um, give it to us. We've been talking, we've been toying a little bit with the idea. We we're we're becoming MMA fans. Yeah, I don't think we're we, deep we can in it. We can like, add a little bit in there. Um, some there crossover. Was, there was what is largely considered the fight of the year 
um, happened last week between Yair Rodriguez and the Korean Zombie. If you did not see it uh, live, you can go to YouTube and just type in Yair Rodriguez versus Korean Zombie, and it's twenty-five-ish minutes of some of the best fight you'll ever see. It's like Rogan was posting about a lot, right? Yeah, it's a couple of stand-up guys, um, actually fighting style, but also person-wise. These are some stand-up guys. Mm. It's it's a weird. It's a it's it's you you kind of become transfixed watching this fight because they're behaving how fighters are not supposed to behave. Interesting. They are very self-realized and very sportsmanlike in what they're doing. Before every round, they went out and touched gloves. And especially in the last round, there was a few times when they would literally pause and look at each other and smile because they knew the show that they had been putting on is great and the audience was digging it. And they even, they're even putting their hands up and they're like, thank you. They dap gloves again and then they fight. And this is in the middle of the round. They're just stopping it, Damn. checking in with each other and going again. I love it. It was, it was so incredible. Two guys at the top of their game in the zone um, and being absolute stand-up people about it uh the finish is intense i don't want to give away how it ends yeah i'll, I'll watch it when we get oh done. my gosh the finish is insane um and it's I, it is the whole the whole fight is action-packed you will not be disappointed is it worth to watch the whole thing it is worth it is so worth it to watch the whole thing cool man oh man cool hell yeah um great well that was this week in wrestling asterisk MMA. Uh, Nick, what's going on in basketball? A cut me, I bleed out. Dedication, hard work, sacrifice, meditation. I meditate upon a goal that I'm trying to reach. Ladies and gentlemen, this week in basketball, we can finally put a close on the Jimmy Butler chapter in Minnesota. Yep. Uh, like a lot of people have said, we've never seen someone want to not play for a team as badly as Jimmy Butler was. He's made such a fuss about it. He really did, and he was traded to Philadelphia for a uh, uh, a handful of beans, like Minnesota got nothing out of that. Well, they got they got Covington, and they got Sarge. Covington can shoot threes and play D. Uh, Sarge is just kind of like a guy. Um, <laughs> I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> and I'm a Philly, fun guy. <laughs> and Philly gets Jimmy Butler. They've already played one game. Their first game that they played together was yesterday. Uh, Jimmy had, I think, 14 points. So, you know, who knows how that's going to work out. It's the first game. It's hard to judge. Um, The first two games that Jimmy's been gone from Minnesota, Cat has balled out. I think he's had 30 and 20, 30 Mm. points, 20 boards-ish, both of the last games. Um, So Minnesota seems to be moving on just fine without him. Speaking of Minnesota, we're in the midst of the De Rosasance, which is fantastic. Um, everyone's really enjoying seeing he had that 50-point game, and then he's had a couple of 30-point games to follow that up. So it's a feel-good story, feel-good story of the year. Hell yeah. Let's bring it on to LeBron. LeBron James. We haven't talked about him yet. So LeBron James, as of last night, is the number five all-time scorer in the NBA. He is behind Kareem, Karl Malone, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan. It's crazy. It's it's cool to see this man has got longevity, and I don't think any of us are anticipating it ending anytime soon. Um, and which is, and he's now number five on the all-time scoring list. Not bad for a guy who's never been considered a scorer. Yeah, 
Isn't that crazy? It's it's nuts. It is nuts. And so yeah, he'll he'll uh, barring something terrible happening, he will pass MJ and Kobe. Well, yeah. How many more years do you think he's got? Four or five. <laughs> wow. Um, do you think? Well, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. I got a, I have a, I have a theory that LeBron's going to hang it up before he decays. A lot of, a lot of pro athletes slowly decay, but he's gotten to this age that he's at right now. How old is he? Um, he is now he's thirty two, I think thirty three, and he's not showing any signs of slowing down. He's still playing a full game, and. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I think he's gonna probably play three more years, and then I think he'll just hang it up and walk away as a healthy man, ready to take on the entertainment industry. But we can't let LeBron off the hook because the man is struggling with his free throws, specifically. What's going on the there? Clutch. He's shooting thirty eight percent from the line when the game is oh. within five points oh. and under a minute left. He's a career mid 70s or low se- low 70s free throw shooter so he's never been like phenomenal but he's been serviceable for sure but there's something about and I don't I don't want to say that he's not clutch cuz I think he's got all the confidence in the world but there's head about it maybe he's got the yips yeah too many too many voices in the head I don't know the last game they played I think it went into overtime and now I'm blanking on who it was against it might have even been Minnesota he missed his last two free throws that would have iced the game, but followed it up with a tip slam to send it into overtime. So he made up for it. But like, if you make that first one, you can tip slam the second one and you win the game. Damn dude. Yeah. That, that is interesting that that's a big uh, glaring thing as yeah. of right now. And then we've got to talk about the golden state warriors. Steph Curry is now he's out for 10 days with, I think it's a groin um, little injury, but the man has been balling out like an MVP on a team of MVPs, and it's, it's wild, dude. Props to props to that. A lot of people are now saying that the Golden State Warriors are finally going to crumble because we got no. some beef between KD and. They've um, had beef though. Yeah, well, let's see. It's between KD and Draymond, and Day Day is the one that's largely credited for KD coming in the first place. Day Day is like this recruiting guy. Everyone makes a joke that if you see Day Day talking to the best player on the other team before the game, watch out. He's he's not going to be on that squad anymore. Oh, really? Um, but Day uh, Day's a really fiery guy. Um, KD takes everything very personally. Emo. Um, Emo. He's yeah. This is the guy who has burner accounts to talk shit to people that talk shit to him. <laughs> so I don't think. I don't think that KD was going to be on the team anyway after next year because I think he's got his he's got his championships so he's he's he did what he what he did I don't even I don't even it's tough talking about KD because it's hard to get inside that mindset yeah um, so that's what's going on with them and last but not least Melo seems to be like we were talking about LeBron not doing Melo seems to be decaying hard. Core. Tell me, Houston. I haven't really paid attention to Carmelo. What's what's going on there? He was. It started last year. He refused to be on the bench with OKC and begrudgingly took the role because he's just not producing. He's shooting his worst percentages he's ever shot. Okay. He's scoring the least uh, per minute that he's ever scored, okay. and that's pretty much all he could do. And now he's in Houston and he's shooting even worse. And he at least this time he'd volunteered to be on the bench. He's kind of understood that he's slowly fallen, but. Um, 
it's it's tough. It's like watching a thoroughbred just kind of slow, not even slowly, suddenly mm. lose the ability to run. Mm. Um, so nobody, he's he is on the Houston Rockets right now. They're struggling to figure out what to even do with him because he's not really helping the team at all. Um, so no other teams seem to be willing to really take him on either. Yeah, there's there doesn't the seem right to be a benefit. Houston? Yeah, he's he's on the bench with Houston. He's not playing very much because he's not he's not producing very much. Yeah, um, and then he, so Houston's struggling a lot right now too. But we'll see what happens with that. That'll be this. That'll be the next situation I think to monitor. And that is this week in basketball. Let's talk some hip hop, yo. Trent, what you got for us? Ice water turn Atlantic. Night calling in a phantom. Told them, hold it, don't you panic. Took an yeah. island, felt the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Dude, uh, <laughs> so this week in hip hop slash Kanye. Um, so uh, Camp Flognaw was at Dodger Stadium this past weekend in Los Angeles, a music festival curated by Tyler the Creator um, of Odd Future. Um, and they had some, you know, they had some really big acts on there. Post Malone, Kitsy Ghost, which is Kanye and uh, Cuddy, Lauren Hill, um, Brockhampton. I know that because of something Jayden that came Smith. up. Um, but dude, uh, one thing that I noted was, uh, did you see the clip of Kanye dancing? I just knew that he performed there. I didn't see anything so about it specifically. Him and Cuddy performed in a giant glass box that was hanging above the stage. Okay. They were in that box. They were suspended above the stage in a glass box. Yes. And there's a clip of... Like above the crowd, There's a clip of Kanye. You haven't seen it yet? No. Um, It says, when the molly hits. Uh, Dude, he's, he's dancing in such a way that looks like he's like... Clearly on drugs, but like... He looks like he's like possessed by a demon or something. Like there's no rhythmic motion to it. It's mm-hmm. just like his body's flinging around. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Um, it'd be kind of dope to see him and Cuddy perform in the same group together. There's a couple like, of songs on that album that I just really love. But like 10 years ago, before yeah. Kanye was like, or like five years before ago. Before Kanye was Kanye. <laughs> Bad Kanye, as we'll call it. Bad Kanye. Um, anyways. Car- um, Kanye Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. Uh, Anselm went to the show, uh, so it was pretty good. Um, but, dude, uh, I don't know if I can really do – that was a two-day fest. I went to Adult Swim Fest. Um, that was like a one-day thing. I don't know. Or, no, I just went one day. I don't know if I can do these music fests anymore. That's how I was thinking about Complex County. It's a lot to – well, it's a lot of young kids. Yeah. And it makes me feel old, first of all. Listen, old man, you don't want to fuck with me. Did you hear me? I said, get off my lawn now. Are you fucking crazy? Go back in the house. Second of all, and like weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then second of all, they're damn expensive. Third of all, if I'm and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and drinking the whole day, uh, that's, it wears on you. Yeah. Dude, after Adult Swim Fest, my feet, I sound like such an old man. My back's out. 
Um, old old my, paint your apartment. Yeah. Drew his back out. Feet hurt. Trent Bruce was over. <laughs> my feet, my knees, and my legs were sore for three days. <laughs> it was bad, dude. Um, anywho, um, one little other thing I want to touch on. Uh, Wu Tang yeah, put did. out put out a seventeen minute short film on YouTube mm-hmm. called "For the Children: uh, Twenty Five Years of Their Magnificent Album." Uh, enter uh, the Wu Tang, the Thirty Six Chambers. Uh, did you watch it yet, Nick? Yes, it did. It was pretty awesome. It was. It's it only was, seventeen minutes long. It was really it was, informative. I wish it was longer. Yeah, I um, hope it will be. I mean, maybe maybe they see the success of the short and they make it longer. But there's in that little bit of time, they got some cool, insightful shit from most of the most of the fellas. Obviously, ODB's. Yeah. He's gone. It was cool to see his son on there. Yeah. Young, dirty bastard. And he bastard. looked exactly it was like kinda him. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and, and, not, and not only that, that they had the younger generation on, they had ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rocky yeah. on. Um, I think they had someone else. I can't, maybe I'm blanking on, but they they talk about kind of the importance of the album and uh, just the band. Dude, the record off that album, The Cream, is like one of, I would say, Top five, top ten, like rap songs of all time, and and how that song and those references have been a through line since then. That shit just transcended. That's how many rappers have referenced that. How many people have referenced that? You know, the most white bread person in North Dakota knows what that is. Yeah, and they and they can identify with it. That's a huge, huge song. It was cool, man. That uh, take a look at that, guys, on YouTube. It's it's real real yep. quick watch. Type but, in uh, for the children, twenty five years of Enter the Wu Tang, thirty six chambers. But I want to um, drum roll. We'll add this in here. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah for yeah, Nick yeah. to to end on this segment. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Go ahead. I gotta I gotta brag for one second, yo. I gotta brag. Give it to us. So check this out. I work at a restaurant that's a pretty popular joint in Good. the community of people who are well to do wealthy and i happen to be working on sunday night and fella by the name of jay-z and a lady by the name of beyonce walked into the restaurant and on the God, way dude. out of the restaurant <laughs> i would have passed out man. which was pretty cool but on the way out of the restaurant you know i'm doing my thing i'm working hard jay-z can tell that i'm working hard and he's and he just goes hey man thanks and i go yeah have a good night i spoke to jay-z and beyonce I'm so jealous beyonce i'll forever be jealous she looks at me and she smiles and i smiled back i shared a smile with beyonce I'm gonna tell you guys, Beyonce's gorgeous. Let's just like, whoa, man. She looked like <laughs> she looked like she looked like a Skittle, and she also looked like a snack. Oh, she's a full a, meal. <laughs> that that woman is a woman. Damn, she, you could catch her in a Whole Foods being uh, a baddie. I uh, I don't have anything else to add. I did text you immediately. You told I me tried to, to get you, you, told you to, me quit to quit work. My job. <laughs> I tried to get you to quit work and come I, in. I thought about how I would get out of work, but that did not work. Um, that was this week in hip hop. Nick wins forever now. And now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about what our friends are doing. Trent, you got any friends? Are they doing anything? I've got a lot of friends, and uh, I want to shout out a couple of them. 
let's talk, um, dude, our friends Brandon and Sarah uh, surprised me, flew in from good old Kentucky for our annual Hervey Ween, our Halloween party. Um, and also, in my opinion, probably had the best costume because uh, he did Undertaker, but it was during that time where the Undertaker was a biker. It was a specific Undertaker. And then his wife, Sarah, which is funny because Sarah, um, they killed it. They always do really good at their costumes. But uh, yeah, shout out to Brandon and Sarah for coming through and it's always great to see them. And then um, something else I want to touch on, um, a comedy buddy of mine, uh, Julia Prescott, uh, I was just talking to Eddie about this. She is running a lecture series. Her next one is Saturday, November 17th at 5 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. And she brings on different guests to talk about different uh, parts of the industry. And it's only like five or ten bucks or something. Eight dollars. Eight bucks. And then you get to uh, this this weekend is, I don't know if the pod's going to be out by then, but uh, adult animation. So folks that are interested in um, shows, uh, animated shows more geared to adults. And she's done like sitcom writing and all these different lecture series. I'm always working, but I want to let Julia know what she's doing is awesome. And uh, fellow folks here in the entertainment world appreciate stuff like that because a lot of us create and a lot of us perform. We just don't know how to get to that next step. Get, get how through to get the door. in front of people. So people like her are doing great things like that. What are your friends doing, Nick? I want to shout out my friend Amanda Edoko. She is currently in Spain right now. She's been sent over there by the Blacklist. Um, I She's over there for some event. I, I honestly can't remember what the event is, but she's being set up in a super awesome hotel to do some writing for this event. Um, she recently, I think a couple, maybe a month ago, got her script um, sold to Jake Gyllenhaal's production company, and she is now producing a movie that she wrote all on her own. Badass. Called Breaking News in Yuba County. They cast uh, Allison Janney and Laura Dern as Holy the leads shit. in it. And I, <laughs> awesome. I, I read the rough draft of it when she was working on this. Um, she's been working on, she's been working on it, and she's been working on it hard for a long time. And I read the rough draft uh, maybe like two years ago, and it is hilarious. Wow! It's one of those, it's one of those movies that's got a whole bunch of different storylines and a whole bunch of like, it's like a middle of nowhere kind of. It's, it's it's just very good. So I'm, I've got my eyes peeled for whenever that comes out. They have not started production. I believe they're cool. still casting. Um, but big props to her. She worked really hard on it, and she's a phenomenal, phenomenal um, voice out there. Um, look her up, Amanda Adoko. Awesome. Uh, some stuff that I'm doing. Again, this whole weekend is full of wrestling. Uh, Survivor Series, NXT, the Art Gallery. Um, excited to see some some friends, some uh, wrestling buddies. Excited to meet some more, to meet uh, wrestling buddies, make some new friends. Um, we got our Three Weavers comedy show um, Monday, the 26th of November, 8 o'clock, uh, Three Weavers in Inglewood. Really excited about that lineup as well. Um, oh, I got trivia next Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, and then we're doing Thanksgiving at with Sipka and Austin, so shout out to them. Really yeah, excited about are. that. Um, it might get a little rowdy. Yeah, Nick, what are you? Uh, <laughs> what are you up to, buddy? Well, Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm gonna try to keep my hands to myself. Uh, we'll see what happens. Usually, I spend Thanksgiving um, drinking with my buddies Quincy and Dante, 
in the morning we always watch the parade and just basically see who can drink the most beers before it's over with and so oh my it's, god it's it's always a good in time Hollywood? Uh, North Hollywood will be doing that okay. over at Dante's place. So we'll do that, and then I will uh, head to Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. Oh, on the TV. On the TV. Yeah. Okay. We don't. We don't, we don't go in. It's 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 a little bit ta- taboo to go outside and just slam beers when you're watching the Thanksgiving Parade. So we'll do it in in house. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna go over to to Austin's for the Austin Thanksgiving. Um, uh, what dish are you bringing? I don't. I was thinking. I I I like the list. But I, I understand it's a stock list, so I was gonna yeah. suggest that maybe I try to do something that's not made this yet, but I've had it before and I would like to give it a shot, is bacon wrapped dates. I have those before, um, they're good. Put a little bit of blue cheese in there, which I know is a polarizing thing for some people. For me, I'm a big fan. I just want the bacon. The only reason I'm eating that date is to get the bacon Would out. I be doing you a solid if I just made just bacon and also bacon wrapped dates? You know what would be so funny? You- if you just showed up with a pan of bacon. <laughs> that, would, that would be funny, but also I bet you I'd be the hero of Thanksgiving. <laughs> dude, dude uh, the way Elliot Jenkins cooks bacon is probably the best I've ever had. Does he candy it? Does he pour Coke on it? It's um, in the oven mm. on a cookie sheet. Mm. Brown sugar, I think fresh cracked pepper. Mm. That might be it. That's candy, isn't it? Isn't that kind of candy, so. candy bacon? Dude, it is fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> How can you improve on something that's already amazing? Um, what else? I, I had uh, I had an audition yesterday for a Honda commercial. I didn't get it, but it was great to. <laughs> It was great to get back out there. It honestly was, and uh, with the new manager, with the with the new with the new agents, and Dope. just like that, it's already the best. <laughs> it's already the best agency relationship I've had. It's great. So um, I'm looking forward to more opportunities. And I might uh, have to hit you up about what? Some Honda deals? About me? Getting you some reps? Yeah. Let's let's Getting make back sh- out there. before. Well, yeah, make sure you're solid. <laughs> yeah, let's let's make sure that they think that I'm worth a damn before yeah. I start suggesting other people. But yeah, hey, here's all these here's a busload of friends I have. I know I haven't booked anything yeah. yet, but I've got these friends. Start so you should really your... trust my judgment. Yeah. Um, uh, and last but not least, I do have a podcast, and it is called Another Shitty Podcast, and you can find it on iTunes and Stitcher and Pocket Casts. And the way that you would find it is you'd go to the search bar. And you would type in another s asterisk 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 y podcast. You can go there and you can listen to every episode that we've made. I would highly suggest not listening to the most recent one. Nicholas, <laughs> I was really drunk. I was still over. I was still. I was arguably still drunk. Um, Let's just say it was. It was a little different. It's a little different, and I am proud to say that I think we're back on our game. Because <laughs> you're hungover. And uh, and it's uh, it's fun. So yeah, go there, go there, like and subscribe. Um, leave us a review. Let us know what you what you think of it. Because honestly, the more the more you click on that rightmost star, the more that other people who don't know who we are are going to be able to listen to it. Because they'll it'll start getting more traction. So um, Trent, I think you wanted to say something about. Yeah, I, I'm a host of this podcast. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called Another Shitty Podcast. Uh, there's this dude, uh, Nick, the Stash Grace. Uh, oh, 
You're the co-host. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're my co-host. Oh, this sounds a lot. Uh, like another shitty one. podcast. You can listen to us on Apple iTunes. Is it even called iTunes anymore? I think it's like Apple Music. Dude, I don't even know. I don't know anymore. Kids, Apple kids Stitcher have purple podcast. hair and face tattoos now, dude. iTunes is we're old as hell. Different too. It's gotta be. But you gotta type in another S E. Oh, another S. Asterisk, 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 Y podcast, because they won't let us put swear words in the title. But we can swear as much as we want on the pod. And, uh, shitty, shitty, fuck, fuck. <laughs> if you want to follow us individually, I'm at Trent Bruce. I am at Sleepy Nikki G. And uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our guest, Eddie Molden. Uh, dude, Eddie, uh, shout out to you. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. But man, you made our day, uh, inspired both of us. And, uh, yeah, dude. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you, everybody who listens. It is always a pleasure to tickle your ears with our sultry vocals. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. This is not a plug for Whole Foods. This is a a plug for dad. For baddies. Fuck it. To daddies. <laughs>